these people who hurt me? That's because you're a dummy. Old team shooters call it firing squad Couldn't stop us if you were hiring God Impenetrable, I was sent from the soul To find peace on earth and continue to grow I don't wanna join the 27 club I at least gotta see my money living up Cause I don't wanna leave my baby penniless Writing songs daily, no matter how many miss Cause all it really takes is one to the head Pump full of lead to clear it up like soda fed Gotta admit, I was afraid to succeed If I did, I'd had everything haters would need They would murder me, and you'd all click past it One of one thousand each year get blasted And I don't know the answers for gun control But we must advance past long-running souls I feel like I go out through bullets Put your finger on the trigger I don't care if you pull it Cause everybody gotta die someday I know that I'm coming back right away Get your shooters, get your hitters Guaranteed it, they won't get us Pull bazookas, pull your triggers I'ma come back so much bigger Get your shooters, get your hitters Guaranteed it, they won't get us Pull bazookas, pull your triggers I'ma come back so much bigger I rhyme rough a new grade, new grade. Skin tougher than Luke Cage, Luke Cage. Ain't tripping off nothing that you say I've grown into a man you ain't funkin' with today I stay Neo when they shoot their shots It's all fake now, we gotta boot their bots Before they take over the industries And cause damage that lingers for centuries All it takes is a little board of metal Ejected at a high speed to four the devils But that only leads to more dead angels More paralysis and more heads mangled Mind over matter Well your mind doesn't matter That's like you could walk on water If your spine wasn't shattered Let's mine of the data While the multiverse is conscious Killing is a sickness To know your worth is monstrous I feel like I could walk through bullets Put your finger on the trigger I don't care if you pull it Cause everybody gotta die someday I know that I'm coming back right away Get your shooters, get your hitters Guaranteed that they won't get us Pull bazookas, pull your triggers I'ma come back so much bigger Get your shooters, get your hitters Guaranteed that they won't get us Pull bazookas, pull your triggers I'ma come back so much bigger Get your shooters, get your hitters Get your shooters, so much bigger Get your shoes, get your hits, get your hitters. I'ma come back so much bigger. I feel like I can walk through bullets. I feel like I can walk through bullets. I feel like I can walk through bullets. Welcome the fuck back to Dimension 11 on Cloud 9. That was Bullets from my new album, which is finished. It's coming before the end of 2019. So I'm doubling up on the albums this quarter, this year. And if you are one of the few proud listeners of Life in Zero Gravity, the Godcast, you'll hear exclusive songs. That one was already out there, but I'm planning on like, I'm, I'm going to sneak some other ones out there and, and you'll be able to hear those if you listen, of course. But, you know, I don't know how many people are actually going to hear it. But welcome back 
to the dimension. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you had a great weekend. In all seriousness, it's a surreal feeling to have this album done because I had planned on releasing two albums in 2019, but it always seemed like kind of a lofty goal with like, I work like 50 to 60 hours a week, you know, and have other responsibilities. So to be able to do that, I don't know, for me is a major accomplishment because it's difficult. And I'm all the way here in space, and you can imagine it's difficult to record a whole album up here. So, yeah, it's been quite quite a set of trials and tribulations. I had a pretty up and down weekend myself. Uh, on Friday, I check my account, and I see it's overdrawn. I'm trying to figure out how. Somebody got a hold of my check that I was sending out, one of the checks that I sent out in the mail. I put it in the mail slot. Not not a mailbox or anything. So someone committed a federal crime. So not too smart on their part. But it overdrafted my account because they changed the amount on the check. I was sending out a $1 check and they changed it to $2. I'm ruined. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> but no, for real though, somebody stole one of my checks and like messed my account up for the time being. So we'll, we'll hope we can resolve that going to be a bit different of a format this week. We'd normally go to sports here, but I, I kind of, it was a pretty eventful weekend, so I'd like to discuss it a bit more. I was doing a little people watching as I, as I sometimes do, and I was at a Burger King, and I saw this, I, I had to double take because I saw this guy, he's in a suit, and first of all, he was in a suit at a Burger King, so that's already kind of, it was a little odd. I turned and I see, and he has like a, a napkin bib. Like he made a bib out of a napkin. <laughs> I don't really, I don't have much more to say. That's just, that's just funny. Like, you're not fucking fancy. You're not fucking better than me eating burgers with knives and forks. <laughs> I expect him to be like cutting into it with like a knife and fork or some shit. I was like, it's just, it was just a little weird. Like you might as well just embrace it and, and just let the mustard drip down onto your suit, sir. <laughs> it just looked odd. I don't know. I've never seen anyone do that at a Burger King. I was walking around in a, in a parking lot in the sa- this same weekend, which was this last weekend that we had. And I see this guy, he's glaring at me and he's like, he's trying to look hard. He's trying to look intimidating. But the problem was he had like one of those Salvador Dali fucking uh, waxed, (laughs) greased up mustaches. And I'm sorry, but you just, that's not going to intimidate me. (laughs) Like maybe if it was the 1800s and you were a bank robber, (laughs) that shit's like 200 years outdated. And then I was thinking, like, are there robbers who have those today? Like, give me all your fucking craft beer. <laughs> it's just, it just looks like, it looked like a, a fucking dork, a straight dork trying to look hard. I don't know. It, it, <laughs> it, it, if you're trying to look hard, first step, don't fucking slick your mustache up in like into a curl on both ends. Like, I'm not, you're not going to scare me. And that's, that's what I would get is like, wh- what is with the, the people that are always trying to be hard? Like, always trying to be intimidating. It's like, we're in a fucking parking lot. <laughs> you're like, I've run this parking lot. I can park wherever I want. Like, what what is the benefit of, of that? I don't, I don't get it. it was, it's silly to me. Like, 
calm down, sir. Just go get your fucking 85 degrees or Chipotle and, and chill the hell out. <laughs> Speaking of Chipotle, for those out-of-towners, out-of-staters that may not know, uh, Chipotle isn't real Mexican food. <laughs> Neither is Taco Bell. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but... Like, it tastes totally different than, like, actual Mexican food. It's a little bit closer than Taco Bell. Slightly. (laughs) But it's pretty whitewashed uh, Mexican food. And the way... I'll give you, like, maybe the number one way that you could tell. Because Chipotle just started serving carne asada there. They just started. And it's for a limited time. That's a that is a damn that's a Mexican staple. So for a restaurant to not have that, <laughs> you already know. Like, I think that they need to change their names. I have a new name that I came up with for Chipotle. Drum roll. El Pocho Loco. <laughs> Those of you who don't know. Uh, I'll explain what a pocho is. A pocho. In the slang term, it basically means like a a whitewashed Mexican person. So it it fits for (laughs) Chipotle, which was started in like fucking Colorado or something, I believe. Nothing against Chipotle. It tastes fine. It's it's cool. It's just not something I normally think of when I think of uh, Mexican food. I wouldn't be like, oh, I want some Mexican food. You know what sounds good? Chipotle. Alright, you know, we're getting way too sidetracked here. (laughs) Let's go to break. Go to break. Cut it. Speaking of which, many of you may not know, Taco Bell actually won the Harris Poll for the best Mexican restaurant in the country. (laughs) More than 77,000 people voted for Taco Bell, and it beat out Chipotle, so... It's officially the whitewashed king of uh, Mexican food. <laughs> I, that that says it all right there, though. I mean, I don't think people in other states, other than like California and a couple states that actually border Mexico, are going to be that familiar with uh, what actual Mexican food tastes like. But that shit is funny to me. I'm so <laughs> Taco Bell, number one. I don't even think of it as being a Mexican place. Like I, I just, I don't. It's like I don't know what it is. It's just, it, it's like, it's just like food products. I guess I don't even know if it counts as food. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not immune to the lure of Taco Bell. That, every once in a while, that sounds like exactly what I want to eat. You know, I want that, like, cheese product slathered over that meat product <laughs> wrapped in those, those uh, tortilla products. Like, <laughs> sometimes it just sounds good. But as far as it being like a Mexican authentic Mexican food? No, it's... I don't think anybody who is actually from Mexico would say that. They tried to open up a Taco Bell in Mexico like years ago and it failed miserably, so there you go.
Go and get some pussy, little hater. Go and get some dicky, little hating ass bitch. Go and get some pussy, little hater. Out of your mind, and you've been talking that shit. Go and get some pussy, little hater. Go and get some dicky, little hating ass bitch. Go and get some pussy, little hater. Out of your mind, and you've been talking that shit. Uh. If you tried my life. You bitch motherfuckers woulda died nine times You fucking pussies, millennials, and digital natives Deep inside your souls, hypocritical hate lives Somebody please cancel this cancel culture Running around itching to put their hands on holsters Ban this whole shit, what happened to actual thought? It's all alternative factual tactical shots Passing it off as fighting for social justice You need a little old fashioned coastal toughness All these boastful busters and digital thugs Studio gangsters selling mythical drugs Acting all hard off what they're stating in a text stand Looking for handouts while hating on the next man That whole mentality is baseless, get this Don't test, I'll put more squares in the place than Tetris Y'all soft mentally, y'all get mushy so quick Don't envy me, go get you some pussy and Go and get some pussy, little hater Go and get some dick, you little hating ass bitch Go and get some pussy, little hater Out of your mind and you've been talking that shit Go and get some pussy You can be mad as fuck if you want to When I come through, I still want you You can be mad as fuck if you want to When I come through, I still want you You can be mad as fuck if you want to When I come through, I still want you You can be mad as fuck if you want to When I come through, I still want you Hey, been, but I got a vicious pen Got these rappers pissed again like it's a trend Mr. Wind, Dimension 11, Citizen Y'all got rep the deal like she from Michigan Hey, Zachary, had to come back with these Y'all must have been crafted in whack MC factories Actually, that would mean some type of quality Y'all just be trash with no warranty policy Boring me, honestly, it's souls to whackness Ain't even worthy of invoking blacklist Fact is, Earth doesn't need any simpletons Driven by envy, no need to hear them again These days, it's too big of a population Too many with outrages and occupations Too many ways that people can bend these laws Enough people to get behind any cause Even bad ones, they want their own special struggle Grown-ass crybabies fiending for chest to suckle Been babied your whole lives, hope you adjust Fake news on all sides we don't know who to trust still i'll get this dub if it kills me getting it you mad as fuck but i ain't really sweating shit you can be mad as fuck if you want to when i come through i still want you you could be mad as fuck if you want to when i come through i still want you go and get some pussy little hater go and get some dick you little hating ass bitch go and get some pussy little hater Get some dicky little hatin' ass bitch You can be mad as fuck if you want to When I come through, I still want you You can be mad as fuck if you want to When I come through, I still want you Go and get some pussy little hater Go and get some dicky little hatin' ass bitch
that was Get Some If You Mad off of The Bible. Played several tracks for for you from there. Um, that one's... <laughs> I, I li- that's like the anthem for my response to the annoyances of my current generation, of this generation that I belong to, this uh, millennial generation, and to the digital natives, obviously. I don't know, it's just sometimes we, we got we to gotta check ourselves a bit. and It's kind of what that one was about. We had a big weekend in sports for Grav. <laughs> the 49ers defeated the Saints yesterday, 48 to 46. The Niners are now 11 and 2. The Saints 10 and 3. So the Niners are edging them out in the NFC race. Uh, Jimmy G passed for four touchdowns. Of course, he did have a pick, but the four touchdowns more than make up for that. Uh, it was a phenomenal game. It was Jimmy G's best game of the year, and. I don't know how how you could not be impressed with that. I see a lot of people that are still doubting him. And at this point, it's like, man, he's just, he's proven the doubters wrong. You know, this was a top caliber NFC opponent. There was a couple weeks where people were saying the Niners haven't played anyone. And it's like, nah, now you can't really say that. Like the Niners have played the Seahawks and they played them well. They played the Ravens and played them well. And that's their two losses. And this game came down to the wire and they pulled it out. You know, Kittle, the pass to Kittle that set up the field goal at the end, that really was um, not something that I think a lot of people will give them a lot of credit for. But the fact that they were able to pull away with a victory in New Orleans, which is a very tough place to play, I think it says a lot about where the Niners are at. And I don't know, I think it's... If you're not already thinking about them as being a Super Bowl contender, you definitely have to at this point. Like, they've beaten some of the best teams in the NFC. And the the Lakers defeated the Timberwolves last night. The Lakers are now 21-3, and and AD dropped 50 in that game. The, definitely his best game of the year. Oh, by the way, LeBron had 33 points and 14 rebounds. So, I mean, it, it, that's kind of even an afterthought, which is funny. It just shows you the type of year that Lake, the Lakers and AD are both having. Like, the fact that LeBron putting up uh, performance that that would be a great performance by any other player, but we kind of expect it from LeBron, so people aren't as impressed as they probably should be. And the Lakers are, are, are they have the best record in the NBA right now, and they got seven times as many wins as losses, which is it's so different from how last year started. And I, I think me and a lot of Lakers fans, we start getting used to to people. Uh, to the Lakers just losing games and that wasn't good. <laughs> it was sad. It's just like, you just kind of expect it to be too good to be true, but that hasn't been the case this year. And the other, in the combat sports world, Anthony Joshua regained the world boxing, super heavy world title and the IBF title, the WBO title and the, yeah, the IBO he regained all these against Andy Ruiz in Saudi Arabia on Saturday. Well, it was Saturday night, uh, local time for in the, in the West coast. It was, uh, about one 30 was about the end of the bout two around then. So Anthony Joshua defeated Andy Ruiz by decision in the rematch. 
Joshua races his record to 23 and 1 with 21 KOs, and Ruiz falls to 33 and 2 now with uh, 22 KOs. So Ruiz, he came in to the weigh-in weighing 283 pounds. It doesn't look like he trained enough for the fight. Uh, a lot of people were picking him to win, and I honestly thought that he it was probably the more likely choice that he was going to be able to pull it off over Joshua, but that wasn't what was in the cards, and Ruiz has to be kicking himself. You know, um, Joshua played a game of cat and mouse, and he was able to outsmart the cat. You know, the mouse was moving all around the ring and, and Andy Ruiz didn't really have an answer and he looked severely out of shape. I I thought maybe the weigh-in was all just a ploy, but it certainly wasn't. I, I think he just, you know, he got that big win and it was easy to overlook your opponent when you when you have like a win like he did where he just beat Joshua down in New York you, you kind of think like, oh, well, I could beat this guy anytime. And apparently that wasn't one of the times. You can't say he would win 10 out of 10 times because he just took an L against him. Uh, so credit to Joshua. It was uh, not the most entertaining fight, but he did what he had to do. And that's all you can really do. I, I What I'm really hoping is that this isn't going to set up something where Joshua's just going to, avoid uh Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury for the next few years I really don't want that to happen but the way that it was going when he was champion the first time I don't know I don't know if Eddie Hearn's gonna be willing to put him in there against any tough opponents for the next couple fights at least I think they want to milk that money train because I think they know he's vulnerable you know, uh, Andy Ruiz the first time showed you that he's not unbeatable. And I, to be frank, I thought even Joseph Parker, even though he won that fight, I didn't think he looked very good at all against Joseph Parker. Like he got the win basically on activity, but he really didn't look that great. I didn't think so. When people were making him out to be this world beater, I, I didn't understand that. Um I, I, but we'll see w- where the division goes. Um, I think that Deontay Wilder now, to me, is the pretty clear number one. I know he had the draw with Tyson Fury, and Tyson Fury maybe showed to be the better boxer at that point. Or I, I think you could definitely say he showed to be the better boxer. But I just I, I wouldn't pick Tyson Fury in a rematch because I think that. If Wilder is is just able to close the distance a little more, and I think he will be able to, he can put him away this time. And that's just how I see it going, because he was so close to getting him out of there that first time. I mean, a lot of people do think that he should have been counted out. And uh, I don't know. I just I, I, I don't see the rematch playing out the same way as the first fight. But we'll see. Hopefully we'll see. And now Joshua's in the mix. It makes heavyweight a little more interesting. Uh, I, I thought Andy Ruiz would have been an interesting fight against uh, Wilder as well, but that's not going to happen in the near future now. And, of course, on the other side of the combat sports world, MMA legend Alistair Overeem keeps finding new ways to get TKO'd. <laughs> At UFC DC, with just seconds left in the fifth round, he his fucking his face got split open 
by this by this new guy, Jarzinho Rosenstrick, who's now ten and zero. I'm sure I butchered that name. He's now ten and zero. Uh, Overeem drops to forty five and eighteen. He's thirty nine years old, and perhaps most alarmingly, he's been TKO'd or KO'd fourteen times in his career. That's not good. That's a lot of head trauma. Um, but I mean, credit to Overeem. He loves to fight and he's doing what he loves to do. I just, I hope for his sake that his health will be okay. And he'll be able to walk away with his faculties intact in the end. Cause that's a lot of KOs. And this was a really, a really bad, uh, gash on his face. His, I, I don't think I've ever seen a fighter's lip get split open quite like that. So uh, if you're not too squeamish, take a look at that. Uh, it's it's brutal. <laughs> that's all I could say. Um, but that's the combat sports is a is brutal. It's a brutal game, and uh, I think we should we really should be more thankful for the fighters who are willing to step in the the cage or in the ring because every all of them. I know we some people call them bums the guys that they don't think are as talented or whatever, but it's like, man, those guys are all brave and all warriors. So I tip my cat to them. I tip my cap. I should say (laughs) tip my cat. So yeah, we sported the fuck up. I think we're good on fucking sports. Let's get back to some more fucking space. And now let us read from the Book of Grav. <clears throat> I may not look intimidating, but my punches are eliminating. One hit of quitters make your whole little bitter. One hit of quitters make your whole little bitter. I may not look intimidating, but my punches are eliminating. One hit of quitters make your whole little bitter. One hit of quitters make your whole little bitter. I throw shots that explode those jaws. I'm impervious to photo flaws. Most don't know my intricacies. I go off inexplicably. It's payback for what they're withholding. Can't stop me once I get rolling. I don't believe in the sentiments. At two brute, there's no innocence. Have them stuck in loops trying to press rewind. Steady piercing through those less divine. Study all the facts but grabs the root. Everything I spit is absolute. One one twitch will put them in the hospital. Everything I do is impossible. Yes, you heard me right. Don't question facts. I bring what all your expressions lack.
That's another teaser off the upcoming album. I know some people are going to be pissed. See that I didn't even, I, I don't even, well, you'll see what I use that beat for. You're going to be mad. You're going to be mad. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's just a little something I, I put together. That one's not on any upcoming album. I, I kind of doubt it'll be, but it's just a, a, a fun little verse and a hook that I threw in for you from the Book of Grav. Believe it or not, I wasn't born a multiversally broadcast radio personality on your ZM dial on KZRO, the only station in space. All right, I want my money, aliens, for the for that. <laughs> right, you told me I had to say that a certain amount of times per show. All right, I'm just making sure. I want those those double dollars, those Wulans. I want them. The Zenny. <laughs> But I, I haven't always done that. I've had other jobs in my time. And one job that I had, I worked at an assisted living home. And, you know, I was I was wiping asses. That's kind of what I was doing there. <laughs> I was, uh, I would, uh, you know, clean people up. It was people that were wearing, people, a lot of them had dementia or, you know, they were disabled in, in one way or another by it was a lot of or it was senior living i worked in a senior assisted living home so there was a guy there that it was the gay gentleman uh, that that detail is important to the story i know it seems random but so they they had me bring him room service one day so I bring the room service up to the door and he he was having a hard he looked like he was having a bad day you know and I, d- I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that entailed. But basically, I bring the food. I say, room service. And then I ask him where to set it. I set it down. And he says, can I touch you? And I don't know wh- I don't know what that means. And before I could even answer, he grabs my wang. And <laughs> me trying to balance. Because my first reaction is, oh, fuck no. <laughs> That's your first reaction when something like that happens. But then the work voice came in my head and was like, oh, no, you need this job. You have to keep the job. So all I could say was, I can't do that at work, (laughs) which was probably the worst thing I could say. Because, of course, his response to that was, well, come by after work. And I'm like, oh, God. And, and then he was telling me about how he, like, he had some knee surgery now, so his knees were all good and he could be on his knees. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I knew how women felt at that point, you know, because women have to deal with that type of bullshit all the time. Like, so I, I felt like I finally got to be in their shoes. There's another guy like that there too, like another man, and he was telling people like, "Oh, if 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 uh, he ever gives me a shower, it's gonna get real loud in there." Uh, it was just, it was an uncomfortable environment, but yeah, I'd say uh, hosting a, a radio show, a godcast, is a, is just a little less strenuous and <laughs> awkward. I got a lot more stories about my jobs. <laughs> in the future but float that little teaser out there for now uh, i'm sure i have plenty more just from that job alone because uh, it was a weird environment to say the least 
as you can probably tell by listening to this, I think too much. Isn't that annoying when people say that? It's like the people who declare themselves to be sapiosexuals, sapiosexuals, however you want to say it. The people who are, are attracted to intelligence. Yeah, I don't know. I always just found that kind of douchey. I'm like, you're attracted to intelligence. Because everybody thinks that they're, most people think they're smart, right? So it's like, how do you even know? <laughs> How do you even know? like? It's all it's all subjective. So I don't know. I just find it kind of funny. I, that one's always funny to me. But as a result of my thinking too much, I was thinking about like I used to be all about recycling. Like, oh, we need to make sure everything gets into the cans. And I went to other states and I saw that they didn't really do recycling as much. And I mean, I think they should. I definitely think it's good to recycle. But I don't really feel that bad now. I, in fact, a lot of times I feel. Like, I'm doing a good deed by putting my recycling into the trash can. Why, you ask? Because I know that a homeless man will dig it out of the trash can and take it to the recycling center. And I feel like I'm contributing to the betterment of their lives. <laughs> so, I, I'm helping. Oh, what's that you say? You you put all yours into a can and take it to the recycling center yourself? Well, you're being selfish. That's selfish of you, taking money and 40s out of their hands. Rude. I always like to help people out, like the homeless, by leaving my cans in the trash can. <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, I always like to help out. So if you have anything out there, if you're listening to this and you have any messages you'd like to get out there, or any good products, good art that you're uh, creating, I'd love to have you on. I'd love to support you by putting your links out there, putting your information out there. So you can contact me at life in zero, the number zero, gravity on Instagram. And that You can reach me on there, and uh, I hope you enjoy listening. It's always a blast making these uh, God casts for you. So I hope everyone out there is having a, a great time and Please be safe, you know, like like my I've, I've had a new run of ads you may have noticed about not driving buzzed. And I hope you guys adhere to that. And I hope you all stay safe and have a, a great rest of the week. What a way to kick your week off on KZ. Oh, until next time.